Tunicorns, what's going on? Welcome back to Tiffany Tunic, podcast in which I can wear my bonnet while recording because, pray tell, I am in the comfort of my own home and will be doing so. It has been serving me well thus far with the podcast as I um, get more comfortable uh, going along and um, glad you guys are still here. For those of you who are still here, for the newcomers, welcome. For my old heads, thanks for sticking it out with me. It is Tuesday evening. It is um, around 10.30 p.m. And should I be asleep? Sure, why not? Because I have an early day, which is every day. We all know this. I complain about it all the time. Um, but here I am up recording um, because I want to update you guys and be on time this week with the podcast. So um, let's get into the weekend rewind. Uh, so this weekend was Memorial Day. And um, if you know, if you don't know the history of Memorial Day, it's really not that we're celebrating <laughs> Memorial Day. Um, do your research. I'm not going to do it for you. I want to empower you and implore you to do it for yourself. However, we do acknowledge those who um, risked their lives or who served um, our country um, to ensure that we have better uh, living situations and ensure our safety. So um, to my late uncle, Charlie, rest in heaven. Um, thank you for your service and anybody um, who is within earshot of the podcast, if you have served um, in any capacity, um, your country, we thank you. Um, and so Memorial Day usually is a time where people get off work, depending on the type of job you have, and you spend time with your family. And you do all those things or your friends and you barbecue and you do all that. Well, I will backtrack through the weekend and then I'll get all the way up to Memorial Day and I'll tell you guys what I did uh, for Memorial Day. So this weekend in the beautiful city of Detroit was something called Movement Weekend or um we have what's called the Techno Fest, which is in the heart of downtown Detroit. And, you know, Techno Fest, um, for people who don't know, Detroit is really one of the original, the original cities of house music or what's called house music. If you don't know what house music is, um, techno, techno music, go on any of your streaming even go on YouTube and just type in Detroit house music and see what you come up with. And house music is a really, really good time. It's a good vibe. And Detroit is some of the originators of house music. And so people come from all around the world to celebrate and to buy music and to visit places and to do all the things um, in our city. So we have a lot of visitors during that time. And the Techno Fest in general is hosted in one place at Heart Plaza. Um, and you pay this fee to get in. And I just remember when Techno Fest was free. Oh, those were the good old days. When I was too young to enjoy it. <laughs> when I was too young to um, partake in the wonderfulness of it. Um, and then as I got of age or of an age to enjoy it, um, the price started going up and up and up because it was through the city. And then it was bought by another company. The name escapes me right now. So it's no longer free to get in. And I should uh, Google just to for my <laughs> for my sanity or peace of mind. Um how much it is to get into the techno fest so let's do that together um is it two you guys with me of course you are get into the techno fest detroit let's see guys um i would love to see how much it was i just want to know because i don't even um 
look anymore um, because I just know it's a ridiculous price. And it might not even be on here because clearly the Techno Fest is over. But I just want to see if it tells us um, how much it was or how much it is. Let's see, guys. Ugh. So because it's not going on anymore, it it won't pull up the pricing for me. But I've heard several different things, um, several different prices, and I don't remember. So y'all remind me next year if I'm still around to do this podcast to see how much it was because I would like to know. Um, that being said, so there were many, many people, and people come from all around, like all around the world, Europe, um, France, like all the parts of the world. Um, and don't try to do me. Don't do me. I know that that's a conjoining um, <laughs> the country. But yeah, so um, it's a fun time in the city. Um, but the thing I like, uh, one of the things I like about it is that not only is the movement fest going on, if you can't afford or if you don't want to go there, most of the surrounding bars or businesses, places are having something there as well. Um, and so you can experience Technofest um, or movement uh, for cheaper. Most places do have a cover they charge or whatever. And so um, either way, you're going to come out with some money. And that's just that. But you won't spend as much as you would spend going to the actual festival. Now, I will say I'm not necessarily a techno head or house head, but I do enjoy house music. And I will get down. It's a good... Um, uh, it's a good way to dance like like your blues away. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's just like upbeat. Like, like it's real, you know, steady. Um, it's good music, and you can dance and sweat and have a good time, and it's literally no judgment, and it's fun. So um, that was all weekend through Memorial Day, which was yesterday. Um, and so... Two of my homies, we'll start with Friday night, um, they wanted to come over and just chill because it was supposed to rain Friday. It wound up not raining at all, guys, and the weather was beautiful. However, uh, my homie Lily and my homie BB came through, and y'all, let's, let's chat real quick. You know, my friends who indulge in reefer activities... Sometimes I just get so sad and jealous because I, one, Tiffany Chanel, cannot participate in reefer activities because my job is a blocker and they do randoms. Now, to be fair, I've been at this job for about a year and a half and they've not done a random so far, but the way my luck is set up, I just feel like as soon as I try... (laughs) to hit the pin one good time, they're going to randomly be like, um, can you go ahead and go on down to Concentra, which is a clinic that they usually do most of their drug testing. And I'm not trying to be a victim of, I was trying to have a good time one night and they decided to do a random drug test and I got that. So I really, really try really hard not to um, participate um, in the reefer activity, but I also don't mind if my friends do so because they love me the way they do, they um, inspired me or coerced me. I don't know the word to use, but basically, <laughs> I didn't open my balcony window for ventilation and thus was able to enjoy some really nice secondhand Rifa. Um, it was a great experience, and I got to experience a secondhand buzz. And so, that being said, there were many laughs. There was a lot of good conversation, and it was the vibe was good. And so, we wound up just doing that, drinking wine, having a girls' night. Um, heard about a party that we missed the next day, but we forgot about it. Well, my homegirl BB forgot about it, and that's okay. We'll try again next year. It's what it is. But I hear that party is slept, and then it goes to like 6 a.m. every year. So next year, we'll be on top of it. Um, forgot the name of the party because we didn't go. Um, so there's that. So Friday was a really great night. Um, got to vent about some things. Got to be with the homies. Cool. 
Next day was Saturday, and Lily and I, we went to brunch. Uh, BB could not join us. She had other obligations. However, she was to link with us later. So Lily and I went to one of my favorite brunch places called the Red Done Inn. It is bougie enough for you to feel bougie, but not too bougie where you can't like wear blue jeans and or you know be relaxed per se. Um, but it's definitely um, they have like private rooms if you want to do like a private brunch. Um, the menu is pretty interesting. Um, if you're just going looking for like a basic Coney Island style breakfast, probably not the place for you. But if you are on the open-minded side, I mean, and they do have a basic, like most brunch places do, egg bacon, whatever. Um, but if you're going just looking for like a ho-hum type of thing, that's probably not the place for you. Um, we were able to enjoy mimosas and laughs, and that was good. And then on our journey um, to our cars, I remembered that one of my favorite boutiques um, was down the street. One of my favorite vintage, um, cool gizmos and gadgets, houseware, um, wow, just um, jewelry, accessories clothes it's just a vintage boutique by the name of mama coos in corktown michigan corktown michigan corktown um, is an area in detroit um and so it was literally walking distance from the red gun we figured since we ate all that food and drank all that drink we should walk it off and go to Mama Koo's, which Lily had never been to Mama Koo. So Mama Koo is um, a friend uh, of my sister, uh, my baby sister, and a friend of the Pearl Shoebox, which is my sister from another mister. Um, and so they have a relationship and um, they help each other. And I think that's wonderful. Um, in their businesses, in the Pearl Shoe Box I talked about in the last episode, that's located in Chicago, which is also a cute little vintage boutique um, specializing in shoes and accessories. And they have clothes as well. Um, so we go to Mama Coos, and I haven't been to Mama Coos in a while. Actually, haven't been to Mama Coos in about, oh, I'm embarrassed, maybe a year or so, um, because when my sister got married, um, I got all of her bridal shower gifts from Mama Coos because I knew she would have things that not only are reasonable but are cute and unique and that no one else would have and I was absolutely right and I did not break the bank and I was very happy it was a great time um, and so going back was really really good and I walked away with some sunglasses that were really really cute um, I also walked away with what else did I buy, y'all? I don't think I bought anything else. I think I just bought the sunglasses, but there were so many things there. I had to talk myself off the ledge. Um, and Lily also bought some things. And shout out to the uh, sales associate. And I feel terrible because I don't remember her name. But she was so cool. And she put me on to a new artist or a producer. His name is Orna. And she was listening to, like, Orna Radio. And, um super cool he infuses like uh r&b like old school r&b with um kind of new school um fusion and i just love it because y'all know i'm an r&b head especially 90s r&b I, I have a special place in my heart because that's what i grew up on and so orna um look him up i think it's o-r-n-a and like of any of your um streaming and just type in Orna or maybe do like Orna Radio or Orna Playlist or something and it's really cool it's, it's almost like the lo-fi that I'm in love with some of the things that he creates so it's a, just a real groove if you want to relax if you want to chill um, so there's that um, but she was really really sweet she's always really really helpful and I'm going to get her name next time because I feel terrible that I don't remember her name um, but we had a good conversation she's always fun to talk to when I do go. And so when you get a chance, if you are in court town, you guys visit Mama Coos. She has literally everything men for men. Um, she has accessories for men. She has uh, things for women. Um, 
you know, just it's the shop is just so whimsical. That's the way I'll describe it. It's whimsical, it's fun. Um, you're not gonna I don't think you'll go and leave without buying nothing. Like if you leave without buying nothing, you're coming back the next day to buy something. So shout out to Mama Cool. Um, I think you can follow her on Instagram. Um well, the the boutique Mama Coos, the owner, um, her name is Alana, I believe. Yes, Alana. But the boutique is called Mama Coos. So I'm sure you can find that on Instagram, um, at Mama Coos. And um, thank me later. And tell me about all the cute stuff you find. So if you go to Mama Coos or if you go to Red Dunn Kitchen um, for brunch, um, they do offer other meals as well. But I usually, I'm a brunch queen. Y'all know I'm the brunch queen, so... Um, let me know how y'all liked brunch or if you go to Mama Coos, um, let me know, um, if you, what you got, cause I'm telling you, you're going to get something. Um, email me at Tiffany Tuneup, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P, uh, at gmail.com, Tiffany Tuneup at gmail.com. And let me know your thoughts, um, if you're in the area. So. That being said, that was the beginning of Saturday. And my hair, y'all, I just been, you know, every time I don't feel like doing my hair, I know that was a terrible segue, but every time I don't feel like doing my hair, I always like wish I had a bunch of cute dad hats and I don't. And I don't know why, because I know that I hate doing my hair sometimes. And when you are a girl, a natural girl, a girl that doesn't have a permit, you don't have this, um, certain type of wavy or curly hair aesthetic where you can just kind of wake up and your hair is just like, oh, we're fine here. Um, and you have to actually do things to your hair or do a, a flat twist or whatever it is to get it to that like curl texture, which I have none of the time for or zero of the talent for. Um, then you wish that you own more hats or at least wigs. And y'all, wigs, y'all so advanced with the wigs, like with the lace fronts and all the things. I can't join you in that fight. I don't have the time or the patience and so really i need to get my friend Didi to make me like a crochet wig when i'm in need because like i'm in need currently and i just went to work looking crazy as hell today and i really was given zero of the fucks about it but i wish that that was not the case because it's not intentional it's just that once my hair gets to a certain state until i can make it to the salon it's a wrap um, and for my natural girls who don't get perms, you know, you can go get that uh, Brazilian blowout or you can go get that fresh press out. And guess what? You're going to be hit soon as it rains, as soon as it get a little too hot, especially for my chunky girls. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So once it start getting hot and we start sweating, it's over for the natural hair. It's over for the blowout. You might as well give it up and call it a day. And so um, it was a little hot Saturday. And I went, um, after we went to Mama Cruz, we went to the Salvation Army, and they had nothing, because it was one, I'm not going to say it's in the hood, it's actually downtown, but it's too accessible, <laughs> so um, there's usually not, I might find some clothes there every now and again, but I was definitely not successful finding a dad hat, so I need to just go online and stop being cheap and look for some dad hats, but dad hats are so much cuter when you find them, like, thrifting. They're just like old and already beat up and you don't have to like make them look vintage and old. They like already are that way. So you just wash them and you wear them and they're cute. So unsuccessful finding the dad hat. Um, but came home for a quick second, literally a quick second and waited for BB to meet us, uh, meet up with us. And we had some more hanging out to do. And so we wound up going to the Eastern Market, trying to see what was going on there. We also wound up going to, prior to the Eastern Market, to a big-ass, I'm just going to call it a big-ass weed fest. Like, I don't, um, I forgot the name of the building, the Woodward something, um, but they are like a dispensary, and so there is like a trap and smoke going on, or like, where you can smoke weed and do paint, like, um, but almost like a painting with a twist type of situation. They had that going on. Then they had all these edibles. And y'all, that was really, 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 really a lot of temptation going on in there. Um, and I, again, was being salty because I can't participate. Um, which is funny to me because jobs would rather have a bunch of alcoholics than people 
comes from other media. And I don't understand because we all know one is more dangerous than the other. Um, so um, we did that for a minute. It rained. We made it to the Eastern Market. And there was nothing going on. It was totally dead. I was super confused. There was, like, no house music going on. Like, you would think during movement um, that there would be uh, house music, like, everywhere. Or the stores would kind of stay open a little bit and just at least play music and stay open and kind of participate in the festival. And I don't know if they feel like because, um, because Eastern Market is not far from downtown that people are there and they won't... Um, participate in if maybe if they're doing something but that's not true i feel like during movement everybody should be playing music everybody should be getting into it everybody should be drawing attention to their business and that's just what it is um but that wasn't the case so we decided you know what we're going to go to y'all know my favorite burt's um soul food restaurant and i've spoke about burt's before it's one of the oldest jazz clubs in the city and their food is phenomenal so we decided to go to burt's to eat um before we start walking and looking around and seeing where we could go um to participate in some movement things so we ate at burt's didn't stay there long Wound up walking around just to make sure we weren't missing anything. Wound up stumbling upon like this vintage uh, video CD store. Don't remember the name. I'm terrible on this episode, y'all. Don't remember the name of nothing. <laughs> like, I'm terrible um, because we were just kind of wandering. So I really wasn't paying attention. But we walked into this vintage store in the Eastern Market. So if you, if you stumble upon it, there's like old VHS and uh, vinyl and... They even have cassette tapes and CDs, <clears throat> excuse me, they have comic books and um, regular books, which I actually purchased something, I'm so corny, but it was so cute and I had to buy it and it was um, the Peanuts Guide to Life, as in Snoopy and the Peanuts, and there are quotes from the Peanuts and the book was $3 and I was just like, if I can't live my life by peanut philosophy, then what else <clears throat> as an 80s baby am I doing? with my life so I made sure um that I bought it and it's actually really really cute some of the um quotes in there are really cute so I might read one or two before we get off here um may not may wait till next episode who knows the book is kind of far away I'm reaching out to it nothing's happening so <laughs> if I can't reach it to my fingertips soon it's just going to stay there but it's a super cute book so I wound up buying that but what really lured me in there was this DJ, um, and let me see if I can find her name, because I wound up following her on Instagram, have no clue what her actual um, name is, but I just know what her Instagram name is, and her name is Tip Tenares, uh, T-I-P-T-O-N-A-I-R-E-S, and her friend, um, Tupix, or topic, I think it's pronounced. I could be tripping, tripping. Um, but it's spelled T-O-U-X-P-I-C. And well, let's just talk about it real quick. <sighs> they were jamming up in that thing. Like, they play every Detroit booty mix that I could think of. And um, techno uh, house music. And every time I tried to walk out that mud, they kept playing the song that drew me back in. Honestly, I did want to leave, and it was so hot, and I just want to have an event and invite her to come and DJ. So I'm telling you right now, um, young lady, DJ Boo, who had us rocking, uh, Tip Tenares, if I have an event anytime soon, I'm going to solicit you to DJ. Um, they were so much fun. They were so cool. Lots of black girl magic going on up in there, and it was just a good time. And so once we gathered ourselves to leave, <laughs> after dancing and sweating and the things, um, we walked around the Eastern Market a little bit more, and then we decided, hey, we're going to go downtown and try to hit some of the not low-key spots, but spots that either weren't charging yet to get in or didn't have a charge at all so that led us uh to downtown to park and to get on the people mover so if you're from detroit you know what the people mover is it's basically like a bus or a train in the sky it's on a rail and um here's the thing y'all 
I don't remember the people mover going that fast when I was younger. That thing was going around them tracks, and I, you know, everybody who knows me, who knows, knows me, I don't do roller coasters. That's why I do not go to Cedar Point. The last time I went to Cedar Point, I don't know what happened, y'all, but I went to Cedar Point, and my thing was always to get on a demon drive. That was, like, not negotiable at all. And I, that was the first ride when you first enter Cedar Point. It's right there. So you either get it on it on your way out of Cedar Point or you get it on it on your way into Cedar Point. Well, one day, y'all, I got on it. I got on a demon drive like I always do. And that was in middle school, I believe. Yep, I was like in seventh or eighth grade. And my homies was there. We were all having a good time. And this particular time, I get on a demon drive. I get off, right? And my homegirl's like, you good? You okay? And I was just like, you know what? I'm done here. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened or what light bulb went off. I've never been scared of, like, roller coasters or anything like that. But that particular day, I was just like, no more. No mas. I'm done. So I have not been back to Cedar Point. And if I do go, I promise you I'll be the one. I'll go to the water park. Um, I'll probably stay at the hotel, like if we do an overnight. But you know, most Detroit people, we do turnarounds when we go to Cedar Point. We go, we have fun, we come back because it's that close where we can drive. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I will play the games and eat the food and let me know when it's time to go because I don't do roller coasters no more. So thank you, Demon Drop, for ruining that for me. Um, so don't ask me if you wonder why I don't want to go to Cedar Point. If you're not going to let me be, if you're going to try to coerce me um, into getting on rides, Dear Future Bay, if you're a thrill seeker or adventurous, we're already not going to make it. Um, I'm not getting on a rise with the kids. Um, that's not happening. Friends, if you want to go to Cedar Point, I'm not going to be the one holding purses. I'm not doing it. So don't ask me. Um, so there's that. Um, so that being said... The people mover was moving a little too fast for me, and I don't know what was going on. So we took the people mover over to um, the Alley Beltway, or it's called the Beltway, or the Alley, in which it used to be an old alley, and they took this alley and they turned it into a bunch of bars and restaurants, which I've talked about before, one of them bars being the Skip. And of course... Ta-da, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, guess who was there? You already know what I'm about to say. My favorite bartender, KT. <laughs> and um, who'll be hooking us up with the craft cocktail drinks. And I was so happy. There's no charge to get into the skip. And we got there, I want to say it was around 7-ish. Um, and so there wasn't many people there. And we were able to get a seat. And he is just so gracious. Like, he'll walk our drinks over to us when he can. If he can't, you know, he'll call us over. And y'all, I, you know, listen. If you're ever hanging with me and I know where KT is, I'm going to take you. It's going to be us. And y'all got to just try one of his drinks. I'm really not gassing. Like, I hate when y'all say no cap, but no cap. His drinks be everything. Um, and it, usually by, like, the second one, you're on your way. But you're not going to stop drinking because they're delicious. And you just know you're going to have a good time. So, Went to the skip. Skip was great. Wound up being joined um, in fun and merriment by another friend, one Sean Fair. And he is here for a while visiting. So that was cool. Um, we all hung out. And then from the skip, we went to a new bar or a semi-new bar called Deluxe Flux. And Deluxe Flux is really cool because there are arcade games in there. They're free to play. Um, the, there's a bar in there. There's a dance floor in there. And then there's a side that's like all black light. Um, so like if you go over there, if you have on really cool clothes or neon clothing or anything white, it reflects really well, and it's a really cool place to take pictures, but there were so many tourists. It was very touristy in there. Take that how you will. So I was kind of ready to not go, but I didn't I didn't feel like being touristy and taking pictures. And I was like, I'll go on a low-key day where it's not so many people in there who are fascinated. Um, that's the beautiful part about being from where I'm from. I can go back any day. I'm not a visitor and take pics. So that was fun. They had a resident DJ come in, and we had a ball sweating and dancing. It was hot. And I was not mad. And that's how my hair wound up the way it is, y'all. Just tell y'all. And I just really haven't been caring because I'm not getting it done until, like, tomorrow or Thursday. And that's just what it is. So that was Saturday, and it was a really good time. 
going into my second segment, guys, because I decided to record from my laptop again. So bear with me, and I'll see you guys in one second. Alright guys, so <laughs> that was Saturday night. Um, so Sunday, I wound up going to brunch. But let me tell y'all though, I was so tired from movement and dancing all night long because that's what you do. Um, I, yo, I almost overslept through brunch. It was my homegirl Tisha's birthday brunch. Shout out to Tisha. Love you, girl. I didn't miss brunch. However, let me tell you something. The one time that being a on-time Virgo... Um, where I wasn't on time uh, worked in my favor because brunch wound up being postponed or pushed back because they didn't have a reservation and so it was like an hour pushback which was great so Tisha if you hear this episode you're going to hear the true bum that I am because listen I told y'all many many times Cash App has made me a terrible human in which I don't even really buy gifts no more. Like I really will cash app you. I will walk in your event and cash app you. Like, hey girl, happy birthday. Push cash app. And, or if I already have your cash app, I'll just be cash apping you as I'm walking in the door. Or I'll be like, oh, we're having drinks. Here's a cash app. Like, because I just, huh, I gotta really love you to like, and not even that. I love, I really love a lot of people, but if I'm just not in the mood because Sometimes if I really love you, I want things to be thoughtful. And if I don't make the time to get a thoughtful gift, you're getting money and that's it. Who's complaining about money? Nobody. But I would like, I like personal gifts. I do like people to feel that they are thought of. But I also am thinking of you if I give you my money. So let's look at it like that. Um, (laughs) That being said, so get up. I'm like an hour out. Um, rushing to get ready. Let me just be clear how raggedy I was looking, y'all. Um, I had a cute dress on, cute shoes, but like my hair, I'm telling y'all, my hair, it was nothing I could do to save it. Like I wasn't trying to comb through it. I just did not want, I was not, I didn't put on, not a mascara. The only thing I put on was lip gloss. I tried to put on a cute little headband. I'm not sure how cute it was because my hair was still looking crazy, but I tried. Um, and I didn't want to be super late. And the brunch was not close to me. Like most of my brunch places are in proximity of where I live because I live downtown. But nope, this one was in the burbs and not so close to me at all. Um, so wound up um, getting out there. And when I got out there thinking I was late, got a text like, hey, brunch is pushed back uh, like 45 minutes to an hour. Great. Now I have a whole hour because I'm already basically halfway there to stop. And luckily the brunch place was in the same plaza with some wonderful stores, and one of those stores being TJ Maxx. And so I was able to go into TJ Maxx, get a birthday bag, some beautiful sterling silver earrings, and a mug because Tisha loves coffee and also wine. So she almost got a wine glass, but I went with the mug because we just love coffee so much. Um, that said, hello, gorgeous, because she absolutely is. And I consider her one of my, like, spiritual mentors because she really be keeping me together, y'all. She's somebody that I go to. Um, she is my rock. Uh, 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 she is my rock. Uh, I really hate that song, y'all. It's so corny, but I felt it was appropriate. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was able to, like, actually go take my time, get her a gift. So, Tisha, love you. I brought your gift the day of brunch. Because you was about to get a cash app. So I feel like I did great. Um, and came on. Went on to brunch. Had a great time with her and her lady friends. Her cousin. Um, brunch was excellent. So brunch was at this restaurant called Mimosa. Or Mimosa in Farmington Hills. It was my first time. I had a pork belly omelet. Yep, sure did. Pork belly Omelet, I asked around about it, and Tisha said it was flavorful. It was not enough pork belly. So I ordered extra pork belly, and it was delicious. Very good. The potatoes were good. Everything was really, really good. Our waitress, not sure what she was going through. However, the food was good. 
and the conversation was good and they have like mimosa flights where you can try like four different mimosas um they have i like how they have most places only offer basic mimosa it's either like orange juice or pineapple juice or and basically that's it some places might let you do cranberry this place had different cocktail style mimosas which i thought was cool although y'all i had had enough drinking saturday let me be very clear my favorite bartender took care of us i still was pushing the limit okay so couldn't just not have a drink with the birthday girl so i pushed it um anywho and then we wound up going to this place called um Clothes Mentor, which is in Novi, which is not too far from Farmington. And Clothes Mentor is an upscale consignment or resale where you can go in there, buy, sell, um, upscale things. And um, they do have, well, I don't want to say off brand. Um, I will say brands that are known but are not necessarily upscale so for the plus size girls they have like torrid um they have for 21 they have um oh man just lots of brands levi's um for plus size women and for um not plus size women as well so it caters to both but um if you thought that they only catered to one then they they cater to both um, just FYI, so if you go in there, you should be able to find something at really reasonable prices. They don't take things that are, like if you're familiar with the Play-Doh's Closet, they're very much, pretty much the same, except for they offer clothes for every size, because Play-Doh's Closet is for juniors and women's. They don't offer plus sizes, so if I go to Play-Doh's Closet, it's usually for shoes um, and for accessories, um, but um, Clothes Mentor is next door um, to actually to a Play-Doh's Closet, which is hilarious. So, um, but they do offer plus size clothes and offerings, and that's really really great. And I actually wound up going there because I stalked them a little bit on Instagram, and they'll post like special items. They do um, have an authenticator on site who authenticates all their um, name brand things like Gucci and Louis, um, Kate Spade. Uh, Toy Birch, any name brand that you can think of, um, they usually have on deck and they do have a authenticator to make sure things are um, true and they buy and sell those things and then they sell them to you at a, um, I'll say modest fee. You're going to, you're not going to not pay anything because some of these things are in really, all of them are in really, really decent condition and they're pretty upfront about things who are things that are not in decent condition or they have a nick or a scratch they'll do like a zoom in on it so you can really see what you're getting into before you buy it which i think is really really cool um and so that happened <laughs> and i went to go pick up uh, a gift that i had stopped out for a friend i can't wait till she sees it vicky i can't wait till you get your birthday gift i'm not telling you what it is i'm not telling you what it is i'm not telling you what it is because you are um i know you are funny about accepting gifts but i'm telling you girl this gift is something you need it's something for you um, it's something that you would probably use every day. Um, and so I wouldn't get you nothing that I didn't think would serve you. So I'm hoping you're really excited about it. And I can't wait to give it to you. Low key, high key, all the keys. I almost kept it, but I'm going to go ahead and give it to you because I literally stocked it for you. Um, so I went to get that, but I wound up leaving, spending $70 on clothes, which I needed because I have all these pants and no shirts. So I'm not mad, but I was not expecting to find some of the good things that I found. So shout out to Clothes Mentor. I wish I lived closer to Novi because I will not be driving that far. Um, but it was worth the drive. Like I'm just not even going to be mad about it. Like it really was because I really found some nice things. So there's that. And that was Sunday. Now, oh, and then we tried to go to Motor City Wine and they were trying to charge $25. Y'all know that's my favorite place. That's a no-no. I will not be paying $25 to get into um, a bar that I go to all the time for free. No thanks. So that was kind of a bust at the end of Sunday, but it wasn't, you know, too bad. Everybody just kind of went home and was like, oh, must not be meant to be. We'll try again another day. Um, so that happened. <laughs> and then um, we wound up 
I wound up at home Sunday night, so that was cool. Monday, here we come to the dreaded holidays. So, y'all, holidays, um, you know, always tend to remind me about my family dynamic, and I'm talking about, like, my immediate sibling group. So, with that being said, it's, again, really, really hard for us to get together. Everybody kind of got their own thing going on, and... It just really feels like pulling teeth. Like, it really feels like having to pull teeth when it's time to get together. And I just do not be interested, y'all. So, I really honestly didn't call anyone. I just made a status on Facebook, like, a couple weeks ago. Like, which one of my friends is cooking? Who's cooking? Because I want to come over. I'll bring whatever. Um, And nobody wound up cooking. Um, And then, like, midway through the day, I got an invite. Um, but I have to be at work so early. I definitely wasn't trying to leave the house. So, uh, Lex, thank you for the invite. Um, but I wasn't leaving the house because it was like five ish going on six o'clock and I just wasn't. And it wasn't like it was super close. It wasn't far, but it was definitely like a 20 minute drive. And so by the time I got there, chill, got some food and all that, it would have been all bad for me. So, um, I didn't go, but throughout the day, I was just like, you know what, y'all, I don't ask for a lot. Um, I just wanted like two or three burnt hot dogs and some sides and that's it. Maybe to have a drink or two and some laughs and to go home, but no, nobody wanted to give me any burnt hot dogs. And, um, I was in my kikis about it a little bit because that's all I really wanted. So, um, I literally did nothing yesterday. Like, I literally held up the wall, stayed in the house, did nothing, went nowhere. Was glad that I had leftovers from the day before because I just wasn't trying to leave the house in the least. If it wasn't for a burn high dog, I wasn't going nowhere. But I was kind of in my feelings because I actually enjoy hosting. And I hate that sometimes I'm at the mercy of other people in their house because I live in a one-bedroom apartment in which I cannot entertain people um, the way I want to. So if other people are not willing to open their homes, um, then I don't really have anywhere to host. Or, um, you know, people really aren't really cooking like that or having festivities like that anymore. But then... uh, One of my homies posted something, and my response to his post was that author fist, you know, that fist where he's shaking his fist, Um, (laughs) um, and he got the yellow sweater on. Listen, so the post was something like, uh, we got to realize that the reason why it seems like people aren't barbecuing no more or having barbecues anymore is because it's our turn now, and we got to basically step up to the plate. And I was triggered because I was like, you know what? You might be on to something, sir, but I really didn't want to admit it, so I just put the Arthur fist in the comments um, because I was triggered. Like, you know what? That is true. Like, we are in that age group. You know, people, y'all late 20s people, early 30s, mid 30s people, uh, late 30s people. I guess our, our um, elders are tired. They didn't put down a mantle or they've moved on. And it's our time to, to cook. Like, it's our time. We're the drunk aunties and uncles now. Um, we're the god mommies and, and, um, and um, sisters and brothers. And we're the older children. And it's time for us to step into the plate. But, again, my position is I don't have the space to entertain. And then people who do have the space either don't want to cook or can't cook or don't care to cook. Um, and so... That's kind of where some of the complications come in. And then especially for us single people, you don't have kids. People are not really, like, inviting you to their stuff. Like, oh, come, bring the kids. Like, you can't say bring the kids because you don't have none. And in general, you don't really be thinking about making no big-ass feast because you don't really have nobody to feed but yourself. Now, I don't mind making, like, a dish and taking it somewhere, um, you know, but just, like, making a big feast which would it which is what it would turn out to be for me because I don't know how to cook for one person. I grew up in a big family. So it's either cook for everybody or cooking for one person is like a hot pocket. Because I, I always wind up having a lot of leftovers and have to freeze them because I genuinely do not know how to cook for one person. I just don't. So dear future family, if you could just speed it along, future bay. So we can get a crack in. Um, so I don't have to freeze food all the time because I don't know how to cook for one person. Um, so there's that. So 
<laughs> in hindsight, I was in my feelings yesterday, but then I had to really, really think about it. And I had an overall good weekend. Like, I got to chill with my friends. We had a great time. Literally since Friday night all the way up until Monday when I was like, oh, where's my burnt hot dog? Like, I was having a good weekend. So I kind of let Monday take me out of my thoughts or my element, but I shouldn't have because I had a great weekend and that's really all I could really ask for. So I didn't get a burnt hot dog, but you know what? Fourth of July, friends who are listening, I'm not playing with y'all asses. Let's huddle and let's get it together. We're going to talk. We're going to make a plan for Fourth of July. Ain't going to be none of this last minute hooey high. We're getting it together. So on the Fourth of July, I know I better have a plate. I know somebody's house better be available. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm on it today. Like I gave y'all a day to enjoy Memorial Day. Y'all going to re-up on y'all money. Re-up on if y'all bought stamps from somebody, hit them up again. And we're going to do this the right way because I will be getting a burnt hot, hot dog for the Fourth of July. And that's just that. Period. I don't care. Somebody's coming through. I don't care. I'm going to somebody's. Somebody's going to bring me a plate. I, I'm coming in the plate. I don't care. But we're not having this foolishness on the 4th of July. And you know, I don't want to hear. Don't nobody come. I'm, I'm in my comments, in my email, talking about, you know, the 4th of July is not. All right. It's a time to be with friends and family because your job gave you off. Okay. I know <laughs> Independence Day is a fluke. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about getting together with my homies and cooking and having a great time. And that's just that. Unfortunately, our jobs don't give us off for Juneteenth. Unless you work at a very pro-black establishment, if your job gives you off Juneteenth off, then kudos to your job. If they don't, which most of them do not, and they give you the 4th of July off, um, then just take it how you can, and then you can celebrate Juneteenth on the 4th of July. The point is, I need plates, and I'm not playing with y'all. So there's that. Um, so in a nutshell, that was my whole weekend rewind. It was very long because there was a lot to do because it was a long weekend. So long weekend, long weekend rewind. That being said, um, what's going on in celebrity gossip and news? Not much y'all it's not much that i want to report but let me just turn your fascinations to one of my new loves and she is quickly becoming one of my faves that is one megan the stallion um current hit single banger big old freak or you might know her as tina snow um my favorite song by tina snow is cognac queen um, if y'all know, y'all been following the show, y'all know I love Hennessy. Hennessy loves me, and apparently also Tina Snow loves Hennessy to the point where she made a song called Cognac Queen, and really, that's really my theme song. I have to listen to it either on the way to work, at work, or on the way home, or sometimes R3, because it's just such a bop. I mean, really, who does it? If you don't like Cognac, you will still like the song because it is a, it's a vibe and it's a hit and it should win a Grammy on its own, all alone. And I'm bringing her up because I read an article that said she helped to pay for funeral expenses for um, one of her fans who came to see her and died on the way home or got shot on the way home or something like that. And so she helped with the expenses. I don't think she paid the whole funeral, but she helped. And first of all, shout out to Tina Snow or Megan, Meg the Stallion, um, for even extending something like that, for even looking out for a fan who came to see her. I thought that was very admirable. Then I had to go look in the trolling ass comments and y'all had so much to say. 1200 that ain't nothing. Oh my God, I can't believe. Why would she do? And I'm like, wow. And that's the unfortunate thing about celebrity. Um, she just kind of hit the scene. I'm sure she's been grinding for a while, but she's just kind of blowing up um, nationally, hitting the scene. And um, I think she's really talented. From what I hear, she writes all or the majority of her things I think all of her things um, which that doesn't make you a better rapper than anybody hey if you can get somebody to go write your raps and you still sound amazing doing them um, one Cardi B one Aubrey Graham aka Drake 
is sometimes you just got the sauce and you just ain't a writer or you need help. You need collaborative work and that's okay. But I like Megan because her album that's out um, uh, is such a banger. I love all the songs on it. I think she maybe had one collab on there with Juicy J. That's because she's showing Houston love. And um, so her donating to uh, that young person or that person who lost their life. I thought that was dope. I want y'all to shut up in the comments talking crap about how 1200 is not enough or wasn't enough. I mean, she was very gracious about the way she went about it. And she even said, if that's not enough, let her know. And she didn't have to do that. Now, in hindsight, y'all, y'all know I'm not about to go on the whole rant, but y'all look into some uh, life insurance, please. Please look into it because me as a former um, HR person, even without your job, y'all, life insurance really for a basic plan does not cost that much. Actually, I think I'm going to have my homegirl, Crystal, on the show um, who works for Colonial Life. And I'm going to have her talk to y'all about life insurance and why it's important. Because I'm, it's great that people can rally up and, and do fish dinners and, and do you know, GoFundMe's and all that, but we shouldn't be doing those for funerals, y'all. We need to be taking care of our business. And a lot of times these policies, I know there are certain stipulations. If you have existing health uh, issues or if you have like a condition, then, you know, you have to kind of look into it for your, um, uh, your situation and what you would need to do but in general these policies don't cost a lot y'all it's like a small change a month so don't catch, have yourself out here slipping or catch yourself out here slipping and then leave that burden with your family because I've been through that with a family member before and everybody had to rally and pull and last minute all of a sudden and people of course are going to get it done because they love you but you don't want that that's not what you want so shout out to Megan uh, what I would love though if she showed, since she's doing Houston showing hometown love, it would be so dope. If she did a song with your girl, either B or her sister Solange. And me and Lily agree, it actually might be a little more fire if she do a song with Solange. Because Solange is trill <laughs> from day one. Like, I love Solange. And if her and Megan Thee Stallion do a song together, y'all can just cancel my plans for the day because I'm just going to be in the house listening to it. And that's just that. So if y'all can hear me, ladies, if anybody can get this podcast over to Solange or Megan Thee Stallion or both, um, if I could write on the, the song, that'd be great too. But if not, I'm just asking for the musical gods to let this collaboration happen if you could just hear my voice and let tina snow somehow link up with um solange um that would be great for my musical listening pleasure so there's that um elson celebrity news one little nas x with the old town road song y'all know it well i'm gonna take my bus down at old town road i'm gonna Ride until I can't. Like at the point, at this point, y'all have all heard the song. If you haven't heard it, Google it. Little Nas X, young black guy, made this song. I think in jest, and it wound up blowing up into a country song. They gave him a bunch of flack about it. They made it to the country music charts. Um, country music fans, and every time I say country music fans, I'm gonna use my air quotes. Have a problem with it um, because it's not country in quotation marks. Well, then Billy Ray Cyrus, my nigga, been loving him since Aki Break Your Heart, decided to get on the song as well. And then, oh, now all of a sudden it's country because Billy Ray Cyrus is on it. And I thought that was dope as fuck. Hannah, Montana, Hannah Montana's daddy is dope as fuck. Um, and so then he made it to country. Well, now he's inked a deal with Wrangler Jeans. And again, in quotation marks, country music fans are upset and are threatening to boycott Wrangler. We all know what that means. People who are wanting to boycott um, someone's success or someone getting a deal with Wrangler jeans in conjunction with the song because he said Wrangler on my booty in the song. We all know what that means. We all know what country music fans mean. So that being said, country music fans and air quotes, shut your fucking mouths. Let that young man live. Let him live. I don't know if he's working on a complete project, complete album. I think that this song blew up and he didn't know what to do with it. So I hope 
his ass come out with an entire country album. I hope whatever direction his album was going in, he changed it. If it wasn't all like trap country, I hope he come out with a whole trap country fucking album and that bitch hit the billboards and they go number one and it stay there forever because it's already knocked Taylor Swift out the number one spot. I'm glad, Taylor, you have had your shine. You always get your shine. You're never going to be fucking broke. You write, you play instruments, you sing. You'll never be broke. Let somebody get a chance. I don't care if this is the only hit he has or the only hit album he has. He deserves, somebody else deserves the limelight. And y'all people who are fake mad because it's not a country song, we really know what it really is. Stop trying to hide behind country music to be a racist. You know you're a fucking racist, but you're upset because this young guy, this black guy has come. And y'all don't like us dominating shit that y'all think y'all own. Y'all don't own country music. That's not how it works. Caucasian friends, Caucasian people, Caucasian allies, please tell your friends you don't own country music. Other people can make barriers. Other people can make strides. It's not yours to have. So get over it. The song is good. You know you be dancing to that shit when your other friend's not looking. So stop it. It's a fun song. Your, your kids. You know what's funny about these generations of kids? I know they racist ass grandparents and shit be mad as hell. Because um, the kids be like, uh, fuck you, Nana. I'm listening to this my jam. And, and they really can't do shit about it. Like, they really can't. And if you try to, they'll probably listen to it out of your earshot. So, it is what it is. I'm happy for the young man. Um, hope he continues to go on and do great things. And that's my spiel for it, uh, for the day. Um, and then last but not least, I'm going to hit y'all with a real quick Tiffany two cents. So, was in this uh, Facebook group and homegirl, my homegirl Jess asked a question. Shout out to you, Jess. Um... How many chances are you giving a guy um, before you just completely be done or stop talking to him? Now, my initial reaction, my initial um, statement was, you know, it depends on where y'all are in a relationship and what he did, right? But nowadays or these days or where I'm at these days and in my findings, the more chances you give somebody, unfortunately, the less they respect you. Um, the more times you, you accept their behavior or you give them a pass, they're not taking that and going, "Woo, I got a chance. I can do better. Uh, I'm not going to fuck up no more. They're using it as a threshold of what they can get away with and how they can treat you. And this is a lesson that I'm learning every day. You have to teach people how to treat you. You have to teach people how to respect you. You can't verbally tell them. You have to show them how to treat you. So if you're not making yourself a priority or if you're constantly forgiving somebody for doing shit that in general you you wouldn't forgive or I'm not, I'm not saying people don't deserve second chances, but this is here's my second chance. You fuck up, that's the one time. You fuck up again, that's it. Like literally, that's the second chance. Your second chance you fucked up, you don't get um, grace again like that so that being said I've talked to male I have male friends and they will tell me all the time like when it comes to infidelity or even the shit stuff smaller than infidelity I have had male friends say to me I don't know why y'all women take us back after we cheat I don't know why y'all forgive us for shit that we would not forgive y'all for we would not forgive y'all for the smallest shit so y'all be taking us back for big shit and we don't do that y'all could really learn a lesson from men ladies Stop taking their asses back. Stop putting up with their shit because they would not do it. I have had multiple male friends tell me that they would not forgive or forget. Um, or even if they forgive, they're not going to stay with you um, for some of the shit that they do that we constantly forgive them for trying to look like a fucking ride or die or trying to look like, oh, I'm not just going to leave you like everybody else. Yes, the fuck I am. Yes, the fuck I am. <laughs> I'm not about to stay trying to prove no fucking point because love does not have to look like her. Love does not have to, or, or dating or whatever it is, I don't have to prove that I'm down. I have to show you that I'm down for me. I have to show you that I love myself enough that when you fuck up or you don't listen to me, especially if we've had conversations, we've talked about it, you know what I expect, and you decide to do the damn exact opposite, you're telling me you don't give a fuck. That's literally what you're saying. So, ladies, my answer to that and my two cents on that is how many chances should you give a guy, um, you know, if he did something that you considered fucked up? My, I'm, it's a one and done for me. 
that's it. It's a one and done. You get your one chance, you do something again, we're done. Like, obviously, you don't respect me or you didn't hear me or both. And either way, that's a deal breaker for me. So that's my two cents. I love y'all. As always, hit me up on Tiffany Tunup, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. And y'all, just to throw it out there as the show is ending, I have decided that I am coming out with some controversial merchandise. Y'all know I let shit fly. I say what I want. So be on the lookout. I'll let you guys know when I release and launch. Be on the lookout for my merch. And I will talk to y'all soon. I love y'all.